So at what point do you um, do you feel like you started to realize, like, as far as where God was taking you in ministry? Like, you know how sometimes people, they say they got a prophetic word mm-hmm. that said, you're going to go to the nation, you're going to do this, mm-hmm. this, and that. Or, or they'll just have a vision or a dream or something like that. Like, how did it happen for you as far as where you started to see that there was a certain path that the, the Lord was taking you? Um, there were there were several like you know moments in time. Like there was one time um, a prophet came to our church, and it was really cool because this particular night. Um, this particular night, I hadn't sang or wasn't even doing worship that night. I just attended the meeting, and my wife had been praying privately, hadn't even told me her language of her prayer. And this prophet walks by, and and this prophet was very uh, mystical, which I love. And she prophesies almost as if she's speaking poetry. So she looks at my wife and she goes, pure hearts, clean hands, they ascend the mountain of the Lord. You know, the Lord says you have his heart. That's what, that's what he says. The Lord says you have his heart. Pure hearts, clean hands, they ascend the mountain of the Lord. And so she melts onto the floor and she's crying and I'm like, oh my gosh. And then she looks at me and she goes, sounds come down. Heavenly sounds. Listen for the sounds and write them down. Bam, and she walked away, and I'm like, <laughs> and so, you know, that, amongst many other words, um, I had another prophet give me a word, and then this lady didn't know anything about me, but um, I'm, I am a guy that when the Lord tells me to do something, you know, back in the day, and I knew it was the Lord, man, I was going after it. God told me to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, that that was me. I, I wasn't like a pusher or a um, striving and all that, but I, I'm passionate. If I know God tells me to do something, I go after it, you know. But he did have to break me. You know? So this, this word was, uh, the Lord says you're a wild horse. You just love Jesus, you know. You just want to do for Jesus. Let me go, I got to go for Jesus, I got to go for Jesus. But the Lord had to come up and put a saddle on your back. They had to put spurs on your side, and you screamed, and you hollered, and you said, let me go, let me go, i got to go for God. And then he put a bit in your mouth. And you allowed him to lead you by still waters and green pastures. So when you duplicated yourself, you wouldn't duplicate someone that was right in the heart and wrong in the head. But you would duplicate someone that was right in the heart and right in the head. And so the Lord started showing us then that there was much more than we even realized that we were, were stepping into, you know. And so many, many words like that would come. I had an African prophet look at me one day and he goes, you, you are a horse rider and you will never stop riding your horse. And I said, well, at least I'm not the horse anymore. You know? <laughs> at, least, at least I made it from being the horse to the horse rider. That, <laughs> and, and on and on you know it's like yeah but uh and it just developed over the years you know i know some people have the story where it's like oh i knew this is what i for us it was always we're just taking each step you know um 
Song of Solomon says, you've ravished my heart with one look of your eyes, with one link of your necklace. And, and Gina and I have lived by that. And what that means is, is every step of, of obedience, you ravish the heart of God. So every step, it's not, it's not, you know, the whole necklace or it's not your whole, it's, it's every step, it's every link. One step of obedience and then bam, another step of obedience and then ah, God's heart's ravished and another door opens and then and then you you're scared maybe and then you take another step and then all of a sudden he meets you there and you know and it's on and on for us it's been more of a, a journey rather than oh i mean yeah i had the moment where i wrote in my bible i want to lead worship in nations but the lord just put that in my heart and it, it, you know it, it's hard to explain it was just very pure right? i wasn't like this is what i'm going to do and this is how i'm going to do it i was just like okay and that's how I've always been. I've always been, my wife calls me a red balloon. And she's the little girl holding me on the ground. <laughs> so I've always just been kind of that guy. It's like, you know, I'm out here writing songs and all this. And sometimes she's like, okay, we need to take out the trash. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> she keeps it grounded. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but I've always been a man that, as far as going to Bible school, I, I love to study the Word. I love to study theology. Um, many people have referred to me. I don't, you know, I, I even had a word that I would uh, be a singing theologian. So, you know, if you look at our lyrics and if you look at our music, our music is a lot different than um, what would be considered, you know, um, stylistically worship. It's jazz, it's blues, it's, it's uh, some of us pretty heavy rock. It's, it's changed over the years, you know. But we, uh, but everything, all of our records, you can see our history of the Lord revealing Himself to us in, in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Every record has a is is almost a uh, a timeline of, of how the Lord revealed Himself to us in that season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.